The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. Yeah, buddy, welcome to another episode of Get Paid, your one-stop shop for all things fantasy, gambling, and daily fantasy. We are proud partners of Underdog Media. You can also find us on Podcast One. You are listening, as usual, to Sean Ryan and Brad. Brad, what's going on, my man? Howdy ho, Sean. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing okay. Um, I'm supposed to mow the lawn today, and it's raining, so I figure, what the hell, why not not do a podcast instead? So here we are, man. Here we are. Beautiful, brother. Beautiful. I don't have a lawn to mow. I don't have a woman or child. So oh, I you figure why not do a podcast? Yeah, you there you done go. Eighteen podcast today. It would have been cool with me. There you go. You drunk? Are you three sheets to the wind? You're getting yeah, uh, getting all messed up on schnapps and uh, doing yeah, podcasts. Right? There you go. Um, so today, uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about the AFC North. We'll get to that in just a bit. Brad and I, um, we're also going to talk a little bit about the Madden rankings um, to start the show. Uh, but before we dig in, I want to remind all of the listeners out there. Um, first of all, if you're a return listener, thanks as always for coming back. If you uh, if you're new to the show, um, you know this is uh, the the typical format of the the stuff before the NFL season really kicks in. Brad and I kind of take a, a little bit of a deeper dive into the, into the divisions. We look at the uh, the win total. We talk a little bit about player, um, you know, expectations from a fantasy and just regular, you know, kind of general NFL interest perspective. Um, I do have the Fantasy Football Almanac and Draft Guide out on Amazon. Just go to Amazon.com. You can search for my name, Sean Ryan. Uh, you can search for Functional Sportsaholic, or you can search for Fantasy Football Almanac and Draft Guide. I also have links to it in the show notes below. It's awesome. It comes with free updates. I go in-depth um, into each preseason game. I, you know, give a little scouting reports for everybody. It's better than anything you're going to see out there, um, and it's more interactive with uh, the people that pick it up. So once again, go to Amazon.com, check that out, and that's enough for the plug. So, Brad, um, before we get moving into the AFC North, um, you texted me, you saw the, uh, the Madden rankings, the only one to come out. The only offensive player to come out with a 99 this season is DeAndre Hopkins, man. What do you think of that? I found that to be a little peculiar, didn't you? You know, I don't... Yes, I do. I find it peculiar, but I do... I am a big believer in DeAndre Hopkins. He's like one really? of the very few wide receivers that I would say can really change uh, the complexion of a team. Because you always hear about how, how important a quarterback is. I think there's two in the league from my perspective. It's uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who I think can produce with anybody. You can put a third-string quarterback back there, and he'll he'll produce. And then you have um, um, Odell Beckham. We'll see what happens, but he really changed the complexion of the Giants team when he was healthy. But I can't really think of another receiver that has that kind of impact. I guess you could make the argument of Julio Jones, but even his numbers yeah, were down sh- in the system, you know? Sean, I, I mean, maybe I, I'm misreading the whole thing, but isn't like a 99 reserved for like that special player for that one year? Like yeah. if you went and played with the 07 Patriots, Randy Moss would be 99. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's typically how it is. So if you start giving 99 to DeAndre Hopkins, okay, well, what about Devontae Adams? He's not worth the 99 then? Or what about the bloke from KC? Or what about um, the running back for Dallas? Like, if you're giving DeAndre Hopkins a 99, then in my opinion, 15 other guys should have 99. You understand what I'm saying? I get I get it. I think I'm a, a little bit higher. And you're not – I know, Brad, you're not saying that DeAndre Hopkins isn't awesome. I know you are. Um, right. I know you so think that. Great. 
Yeah. Like, what about T.Y. Hilton then? Give that guy a 99. Yeah, I, I just I think that um, DeAndre, in terms of like actual NFL talent, I got to say, I can't think of a receiver I think is better than DeAndre Hopkins. I know your point. I know the point that you're trying to make. I think he right. is just a little better than Adams. What did Adams come out, Devontae Adams? Do you know? You know, I don't know. I only yeah. saw the, you know, the headline ranking. Yeah, I, I mean, I can look it up right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw like I saw like Mahomes was like a ninety-seven. Um, I saw Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Colin Coward was talking about today actually. Aaron Rodgers was seventh on the quarterback list. You know, he was behind like, um, gosh, Philip Rivers was well ahead of him. Which, oh, yeah, I was kind of surprised that he was that high because you know, and of course in the fantasy world, Philip Rivers isn't really thought of as highly. But I, Brad, you and I are both pretty high on on Philip Rivers. We love him from a gambling sure. perspective and, and NFL quarterback perspective and everything. But yeah, I don't know, man. Did did you see by any chance in that article if there were any defensive players ranked in '99? I, I gotta think probably not. Um, nobody really. Who I mean, who would you give a '99 to defensively? Yeah, I don't know because because you know in These Madden days. you have you have like injury issues with everybody. So like I could think of like JG Watt a few years ago, but I wouldn't put him there. Uh, oh, maybe um, uh, who's uh, Aaron Donald um, uh, for the yeah, Rams? Yeah. I think he, he could be up there. You know, I'd I'd maybe give him a ninety nine. But yeah, I mean it's it's hard to say, and all this stuff to me is subjective anyway. Um, right. I mean, it's just I thought it would just be fun to talk about. I, yeah, I thought it's it would matter if some fat nerd gave the guy a ninety nine rating. <laughs> I'm that fat nerd, right? I want you. I want you to guess who the lowest rated overall team is. Oh gosh, um, yeah, so many candidates. Lowest overall rated team. 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 Oh gosh. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lock this in yet. Oakland is a is a. But I think they they've had so much hype and they're gonna have a lot of Madden players like you know Antonio Brown going over there. I bet it's not Oakland. Um, Washington, based on their quarterback situation, they're a heavy candidate. I'm trying to think. Detroit is a candidate to me. Um, who else? I don't think anybody in the in the West. I think Arizona is better than advertised, so I'm going to take them out of the running. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jaguars, no. Um Cincinnati's a candidate, but I think that they're better than Washington. Buffalo, for some reason, people are high on them. I don't know why, but they are, so I'm going to take them out. The Dolphins could be. Um, so to me, I believe it's between the Dolphins, the Bengals, and the Redskins, and I'm going to say it's Washington. No, it's the Dolphins. You were oh! close, buddy. You were close. <laughs> Lowest overall rated team. Back to wide receiver. Uh, Hopkins is 99. Julio Jones is 98. Uh, Antonio Brown is a 98. Mm. Odell Beckham is a 96. Mm. And Michael Thomas is a 95. Those are your top five wide receivers. You know, I'd put Thomas ahead of Beckham. And Beckham, I can see why if he's on the field, that's great. But he doesn't. He's not always on the field, so I can see why his total. Because like you know, um, your um, you know your your durability is part of that score in Madden. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know Julio. It's it's close, but I don't I don't like uh, I don't like Beckham that high, um, or like at least higher than than Thomas. I don't think Thomas gets enough, you know, praise for what he does. In, in Ooh, New okay, all right. So I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you one chance to guess. There's two other defenders that are uh, 99 overall. Okay, you guessed one, Aaron okay. Donald. 
And there's two right, more. So good for you. And there's two other ones. Surprise, surprise. So there's four players that are 99 overall. Hopkins, which we spoke about. Mm. Aaron Donald. So three of the four are defensive. So there's two others. Okay. Can you do it? Okay. Um, I don't think so. I'm not. I'm not as strong with individual defensive players. I'm trying to right. think. It's tricky. It is tricky. Uh, it, if I tell you one of them, you're gonna feel like a grade A moron because you didn't get it. But I only know the answer because I looked it up myself. So. <laughs> well, give me give me a second here, and I might, um, if I think about this for a while, I might just edit the the time back in the dead air for the audience <laughs> yeah. because this yeah. is this is a challenge for me. Uh, it's got to be. I would think that it's got to be a defensive back um, because usually they Madden ranks are like a cornerback that high, and I'm trying to th- rack my brain for linebackers too because linebackers are usually ranked pretty high so do i at least have the the two positions is one a linebacker one a defensive back one is a linebacker okay the other is not a defensive okay back. okay so then that would mean another defensive lineman oh linebacker why can't i get this um oh khalil mack's got to be one of them there you go boom yeah okay. good good khalil mack and they're uh the other one is actually linebacker as well. Okay. Um, I, I, the Von Miller's coming to my mind, but I, I, th- I would be surprised if it was him. Um, you know, it's probably one of those guys that's a sack leader that's just not escaping me. So I'll, 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 I'll call Uncle. What's the, uh, what's the third one? Bobby Wagner. Seattle. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten Wagner. I would have yeah, never I guessed Wagner. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that one either. But I would like to think that, I mean, you eventually did get Mac. Yeah, I, that one should have been kind of obvious to us. That should have popped in our brain. First yeah, I agreed. I agreed, especially because I was already talking about JJ Watt, so I was already kind of there. Yeah, JJ Watt did jump into my head uh, first. We did the same thing. We had the same thought process. Yeah, I think we're. Um, it, you know, Watt has just been battling injuries. I think if again, he's yeah, kind of like to me, bad. he's kind of like Beckham, but even maybe a little bit more um, injured. Usually, it's like when he's on the field, he's he makes an impact, but. You know, 10 games a year, that's not going to get you 99 in Madden. Um, yeah, right, right. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's that's interesting. I was surprised that Mahomes didn't get up to a 99 um, after that season last year, frankly. He but is ranked 97, which is... Top-ranked quarterback, you know. He is a top-ranked quarterback, yeah. Can I you go back to Can you go back to the, the... I don't know, like, do you know what the total ranking for the Dolphins versus the Redskins? I wonder how close I was on that one. Um... They didn't show the Redskins on that article. Oh, okay. I saw. It, but, yeah, uh, screw it then. I might have to get this game. <laughs> it's getting me all excited. I know, man. Like, oh, what do you what do you play with these days? I'm guessing it's an Xbox. I have a PlayStation oh, uh, Four, I think it is. But my buddy has it because um, he uses it for like like to, to watch Netflix on oh, and right, all yeah. that stuff. You can, like, you, know, I don't... you can get the ticket on the uh, PlayStation these days. Yeah, yeah, he uses it for that. Um, I don't know. I might just go buy a new one, so I don't have to deal with him. Yeah, kind of cheapskate. All right, let me see. Um, I've been thinking about Brad. I've been thinking about getting uh, like a PlayStation Four or an Xbox. Um, but you know, like if I get it, like I have a PlayStation Three. I, I don't think I've turned it on in like five years. So, dude, it's it's worth it if you play it. If you, you know? play it, it's yeah. one of the best damn things you could buy if you use it. It's the biggest waste of money if it just sits there. Yeah, I, I'm thinking. Why I let my homie keep it at his place because. Um, if I have it, it's just going to sit here, I think, you know? Yeah, I hear you. And um, 
I, I'm kind of waiting too. I mean, the next generation has to be out, and I've always like since I was a kid, I've always like been ready for the day where you've been able to you can put the helmet on and actually play Madden and throw the ball like you're a quarterback, you know, yeah. like oh, the virtual reality. Okay. And I got to think that the next um, because we're almost there anyway. I got to think that the next generation of VR and, and home consoles is going to have that capability. So I th- I'm thinking yeah, I'm just going to wait know. for that. Yeah, I don't know if that's next. I know it's coming. I don't know if that version is next. I think we're a decade or so away from that. Like actually feeling like you're in the stadium. How do we put a man on the moon in 1969 yeah, well, and we can't have virtual reality Madden yet? Okay. I would argue that we did not put a man on the moon. Mm. Don't get me started on that one. Oh, no, Brad. Don't be one of those people. You're not a flat earther, are you? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's just as likely that we did not go to the moon that we did go as well. I think both are equally as possible. I'm not going to get into it. Flat. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, no, we shouldn't get into it. <laughs> Otherwise, this podcast is going to take about three hours long. Yeah. As you can see, the sun was going to... Yeah. <laughs> the sun, the shadow should be on the other side. You see the shadow over the shirt. <laughs> the face. <laughs> As you can see, Buzz Aldrin, the dust should have kicked up a little bit more if the gravity on the yeah. moon is really nine times less. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with the pictures. Trust me, this is a this is for another podcast, another day. Oh man, maybe maybe it has nothing to do with the pictures. We'll have to have this special edition of something. Yeah, someday. yeah. All right. Hello, guys. It's MMA fighter Chael Sonnen. Check out my podcast. You're welcome with Chael Sonnen every Wednesday and Friday right here at Podcast One. We cover the latest in mixed martial arts and everything else going on in the world of sport. Listen free to You're Welcome with Chael Sonnen, exclusively available at PodcastOne.com and on the Podcast One app. If you love the show, share it with a friend and leave us a rating and review. We've reached the midway point of the MLB season. Excitement is heating up, and this upcoming weekend is one of golf's greatest tournaments. It's the British Open. There's only one place it has you covered and one place we trust. It's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% welcome bonus. We're in the second half now. Like I was saying last week, the All-Star game was crazy. We have the Yankees, Minnesota, Houston battling in the AL. You have the Dodgers, Cubs, and Braves in the NL. And then, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the British Open. Is Royer going to win? Is uh, Tiger going to get that groove back? We will see. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code. It's podcast one, or you can simply text the words bet now, B E T N O W, to the number 238669. Again, the number is 238669. Text bet now. B-E-T-N-O-W to receive that 50% welcome bonus. MLB's second half is underway. British golf or British Open Golf Tournament. Get in on all the action. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You know, last last week I think it took about 20-25 minutes to get through uh, the NFC East, which Brad, you and I both thought it was an interesting division, and then we kind of get to the Redskins and the Giants are just like, oh gosh, mm-hmm. there's not a lot to talk about here. Um mm-hmm. But this one, I actually think there's interesting storylines on all the teams. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but let's just go alphabetical like we usually do, Brad. I'm going to hit you with the win. Baltimore, over or under eight wins? Ooh. Boy, I'm going to go over, baby. I like that quarterback they got, man. I think you can get them nine wins. Come on. Lamar Jackson, um, gosh, that's an man, these lines, all of these lines today, I think are 
are tough lines. I think they're tough lines to bet. Um, you know, we we've actually said that a couple weeks in a row. I think we, we you and I, Brad, we both liked the um, we both liked the Buffalo Bills action on the under, and I think we both liked the Dolphins on the over. But man, eight wins for Baltimore. Here's the thing. I, I'm with you, Brad. Like Lamar Jackson, if he plays every week, I like what they're doing there. They always have a good defense, right? You can count on that with Baltimore. They're going to have yeah. good special teams. You can count yeah. on that, right? Two thirds of your, you know, they're not moving the ball. They're not getting cheap yards on you um, on either phase of the, you know, those two, the, the special teams or, or um, defense. Then you got the offense, and the offense can move the ball because they can run. Lamar Jackson, he's not the best thrower in the world, but you got to think he's going to be a little better right mm-hmm. throwing the ball you got to think mm-hmm. he's going to be better there there they moved um um greg roman over to the offensive coordinator he was on the staff last year but this is the guy I remember he was the offensive coordinator for the 49ers when um um nike spokesman uh what's how do i not remember kaepernick colin yeah. kaepernick um was there and had his best years then roman Dude, what is going on with that guy where is that guy sorry to interrupt I, don't, I haven't heard that that weirdo's name in a long time. Yeah, I, I think he's he's more at this point his career. Honestly, he's a social activist at this point. Um, wow, it's pretty clear that what? you know the Ravens were going to sign him, and his girlfriend shouted off and called the the Ravens owners like slave owners or something like that. That, that you know he was about to get a contract, and she basically cost him um, that. But y- you look, I mean, he's being blackballed. I don't think you can make any argument is, otherwise, right? right? You, well, you, I mean, he stunk, though. Like, the last two years, he couldn't. Like, he literally couldn't play football. Basically, what he did was he was incredible for two years keeping the Packers away from the Super Bowl. And then he was horrible. <laughs> That's the only function he served. Well, the Packers, for a couple years there, um, I mean, like, I'm talking like 10 years, they could not stop a running quarterback to save right. life. Right. You're right. You're right. If you, if you were mobile you're at quarterback, right. they had no chance, the Packers. Yeah, you're right. And That's why Cole Russell Pepper, Wilson twisted their nipples uh, for years. Russell Wilson, yeah. Kaepernick. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, you couldn't figure it out. And and the Redskins for for that same stretch were the same way. If the, if there was, that's why Don McNabb would always destroy him. And the Redskins might yeah. have been like twenty years. McNabb would always destroy the Redskins. But anyway, um, yeah, Kaepernick at this point, you're right. I mean, he's not a great NFL quarterback, but you know, because of his social activism, if you're, I don't know, if you're the Seahawks or if you're the the Dolphins, do you really want that circus? It's almost like Tebow, you know. Is like Tebow. Well, and, no, you don't want the circus, right? And and you know, the, well, I the, have the circus, right? And the people that support Tebow, right? The um, the the conservatives out there, me comparing Kaepernick, the the super liberal, um, you know, poster boy. I guess their heads are exploding right now, but it's the same thing, right? It's a circus that comes to town for a backup quarterback. Do you really want that? And no, I, you don't, right? Yeah, and both in in but, both of those cases, the player, by the way, in both of those cases, the player um needs to be a better passer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I yeah. think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. He's not that good mm-hmm. and he's being blackballed a little bit. Yep. And I think I think he's done, man. He won his big uh settlement with the with the NFL. Um, you know, is basically saying that there was some kind of collusion to keep him out um of a job. He won the lawsuit. I think he's moving on to bigger, better things and, and trying to make change. And good for him, man. If that's what he wants to do with his life, God bless him. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, uh, yeah. it, was, it was almost like the first time I'd heard that guy's name in like I know. Six I, like, I was shocked. And it felt weird. Because I, um, I, I probably devoted like three or four episodes to him last year in Functional Sportsaholic, like in the mm-hmm. summer. And I, like, I, his name escaped me for a brief second there. So, yeah. Kind of weird. Kind of weird. Yeah. Weird. In a way, I'm I'm kind of glad that I don't remember it. Um, you know, um, but not to offend anybody out there on either side. I actually, you know, I support his right for free speech too. I'm just kind of glad it's not a 
a detour off the um, the NFL thing anymore. Although uh, yeah, that was a weird thing because I I also support his right for speed, free speech, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, if your employer wants you to dress or act a certain way because he's paying you, like you gotta listen. Or you know? she, or if she's or paying you, Brad. <laughs> Hey, Brad, I got a riddle for yeah, you. Good one. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> Brad. Brad, we know what kind of world he comes from. Just smoking cigars. Smoking cigars in the lounge with the other mustaches. <laughs> not not really. Brad doesn't have a job. <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 talk a little bit back again about Lamar Jackson. So uh, Roman, by the way, okay. So he he was uh, the offensive coordinator for the 49ers um, during those years. Then Roman went to Buffalo and was the offensive coordinator when uh, Terod Taylor was having his decent years there. Uh, he's going to install kind of like a run first base system. They're going to be able to run the ball. They have uh, Mark Ingram there coming over from New Orleans. They have uh, Gus Edwards who who flashed pretty well last year. Uh, they have some other good young running backs. Um, I just don't think. I mean, I feel like this offense offense is going to be like a 58% passing efficiency offense, right? That's going to be like the... Well, I know, and that's not a good thing. I yeah. Agree. So, but they're going to be kind of, what's the word, crafty. Yeah. I think they're going to be a little bit crafty, which can get them to nine wins. It's not going to get them to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they're... I, f- I feel like this team is very similar to the RG3 rookie year Redskins. With a couple of differences, I think the Ravens' defense is better. Mm. I think the Redskins' offensive personnel was better. And Mm. I think RG3 was a little bit of a better passer. But that said, Shanahan, you know, they they did that... uh, what was it? That mini shotgun? I can't remember what they called it. It was one of these buzzy things back then. Yeah, um, I know what you're saying. It's not what the wishbone. The I can't word? remember the, re- the it wasn't the something? pistol. There you go. It was the pistol. You know, they changed some things around, uh, and they basically ran like the same concept playing over and over again. And, and RG three feasted on that read option. Throw it. You know, this little seam route to Jordan Reed, and they just mm. and or or like a deep in to uh, Pierre Garçon, and they just feasted on that all year. The Ravens, you know, they're going to be a little bit different. Um, but let me say this: uh, to me, it, it, the over under, I wouldn't bet it because I don't know if Lamar Jackson will be healthy. That said, I mean, I think RG three still the backup there. If RG three took over, I think he would actually probably be a better passer. So you know, I don't know that I don't know that I care if Lamar Jackson stays healthy. I mean, I would he be it. a better passer? I mean, come on, RG3 yeah. was RG three was relevant like seven years ago now. He it's, would he'd be better. Nah, man, he'd line. be he'd be like a sixty like three percent passer. Like so, he'd be better. He'd be a better passer. Um, probably turn the ball over slightly less. I'm guessing. Um, I mean, those days when he was in Washington playing well, that was a long time ago. I know. I know. I remember, man. I think uh, you were you took a trip to Chicago for his first ever game against the Saints. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I did watch that game with you. Isn't that bizarre, man? Yeah, man. It was a long time ago. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I what the hell? I'll give the Ravens nine wins. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I think they can do nine wins. I mean, they got Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh's a headache for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cleveland and Cincy. All right. Well, it's a pretty good division. Yeah, it is. I give them nine wins still. I'm not going back on it. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. You guys can't change me. We didn't land on the moon. You idiots. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Okay. Little weirdo. 
Um, yeah, from fantasy point of view, look, I, I like Lamar Jackson actually because a lot of leagues, if you're in a league um, like most do, they, they reward uh, rushing yards more than they reward passing yards. Mm-hmm. You usually get like one point for 25 passing yards or something like that, one point for 10 rushing yards. This is going to be mm-hmm. a, a heavy run team. I like Lamar Jackson. I think he actually, if he can stay healthy, is possibly even a top 10 quarterback. My analytics have him in the top 10. I don't think I draft him in the top 10 in terms of quarterbacks, but he has that kind of upward mobility. Um, you know, But everything else kind of scares me. I think Ingram will do okay. I think Gus Edwards will do okay. This is going to be a committee. Um, you know, they're going to have their opportunities. I would say Ingram is better than Gus Edwards, um, in terms of your draft. My issue is the receivers. You know, you have Marquise Brown, Willie Sneed, Miles Boykin, maybe Seth Roberts. You have Mark mm-hmm. Andrews, Hayden Hurst. I don't like any of them. I don't. I don't like them either. And you know what? That should worry you because this is really turning into a wide receiver league. Mm-hmm. Increasingly, it's not a running back league. It's wide receiver, and if you don't have the guy back there, at least one of the guys, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, and uh, you know, or or at least a running. Go ahead. I was going to say or running back that can catch like a Terry Cohen and in, in Chicago yes, or something yes, like that to supplement that. Yeah, I I'm I'm concerned. I mean, this is going to be a smash mouth team, um, and that, that's going to win you games, and it's going to make you relevant. I mean, they're going to be a tough if they make the playoffs. They're going to be a tough team to play in the playoffs. That's awful right. weather, you know, like that that. You know, it's cold. You're going to get hit by the offensive line, and the running back's going to be running downhill and the whole thing. The the whole thing is like, you know, the quarterback's there. I mean, it wouldn't sh- – Brad, would this shock you if uh, Lamar Jackson goes down, you know, high ankle sprain or something in the first quarter, uh, and then RG3 gets concussed in the second quarter? Would that surprise you? No, it would not surprise me. Not at all. Yeah. Then who they got. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But I do like Lamar Jackson, man. I mean, didn't he win – he won like what? He was like seven and I think he was like seven and one as a starter or something awesome, like that. Right? But so, you remember, so was RG three back in the day oh, before right, that, right? right? Now, but the the difference is Lamar Jackson made it through and he's not hurt. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, maybe he puts yeah. some bulk on. Maybe he'll avoid hits. We'll see. I just hope that he can stay healthy because uh, I think they'll be an interesting team. And Brad, like you said, we're, we always think Baltimore's uh, relevant, and uh, I think they'll continue to be relevant here. Yeah, agreed. All right, and now we have Cincinnati, who I think everybody's kind of down on. Um, I Look, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but Brad, over under for Cincinnati here, win total, six wins. Ooh, yee, six wins. Ah, oh, man. I'd have to go under, dude. Come on, what's Cincinnati going to bring to the table? Well, they have Andy Dalton was hurt last year. Andy Dalton, I think, is is better than advertised. I think he, mm-hmm. almost like a Flacco, got really, you know, in, in terms of the public eye, they got really nailed for the contracts that they signed. But you look at it now, the contract is reasonable value. Uh-huh. Uh, you have Andy Dalton. I, I, I don't think he's going to light the world on fire, but when he played last year and his team was healthy, they were okay. A.J. Green, you know, he's getting hurt every year. But they still have Andy Dalton, Joe Mixon, AJ, uh, Gio Bernard, A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, um, Tyler Eifert for the one and a half games okay, that he's going to play. Okay, that's not so bad, is it? No, and they have a new coach there. Um, so that's the big unknown for me is the coach. I think they're, you know, it's one of these, um, these uh, Sean McVay disciples. I think the oh. guy... Yeah, I, I, uh, Al Michaels' joke was, uh, you know, somebody hired Al, uh, Sean McVay's barista just because they were trying. Yeah. Everybody's trying to get close to him. Well, you know, they they have it. I think they're going to be able to run the ball. I think the defense, you know, probably has some talent. They're going to have a new scheme there, probably. Um, six wins, man. To, to me, they're a six and ten team. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to go under, but I can't go over. I would say this is a push, but if you have to, if you have to 
have an answer. I can't imagine this team is seven and nine in this division, so I'm going to go with five and eleven. But I, I truly think they're a six and ten team. I do too. I, I think both these over unders so far have been spot on. I know, man. Eight and eight. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you have to go one way, I go over in Baltimore just based on recent history. Cincinnati. I just think that. <clears throat> look, I like them. I think they're going to score well. I just don't know if they can stop anybody. Um, I'm confident that this team would be in the top half of the league in terms of scoring offense if everybody can stay healthy. And Tyler Boyd had a great year last year. Um, But Tyler Boyd also took a little bit of a step back when A.J. Green went out, whereas Juju Smith-Schuster kind of kept it going even if Antonio Brown, you know, wasn't involved, um, you know, in Pittsburgh, which we'll talk about that in a bit. Tyler Boyd took a little bit of a step back, so I think he needs A.J. Green drawing coverage for him to, to continue to flourish there. Um, you know, Tyler Eifert, I've, I said this last year, this team is a different team when Tyler Eifert's healthy. The problem is I think he's played like four games in the last three years, and I'm not mm-hmm. making that up. I think it's seriously four games in three years. Yeah, I think you're right. And so, like, Eifert, like, when he's on the field, um, you know, he's that dynamic tight end. Uh, when he came out in his draft class, he was actually a little better than um, Zach Ertz, although I don't know where the draft position was. I mean, he's that touted coming out of Notre Dame, and I watched a lot of Notre Dame back then, and, I like, he's just a really good player, but... He's, you know, his body's betraying him as, as, you know, tends to happen when you get hit for a living by 300 pound people that run a right. four. Um, you know, like I said, I mean, at six and 10, I, I just don't see this team being seven and nine. So if I have to guess, I'm going to go six and 10. Maybe I'll say uh, five, 10 and one. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. 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 But I, I guess I'll have to go on the under there. From a fantasy perspective, like the Red Rifle or Red Rocket, I guess it's Red Rifle. It's probably not Red Rocket. <laughs> um, He's all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is what he is, man. I mean, come on. It's not like he's ever going to be something different from here on out. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's, he's going to have fine. those games where he's going to throw, like, for four or five touchdowns, three of them to A.J. Green. To me, like, I, I probably don't draft him, but I think he's a great guy to put into daily fantasy lineups weekly because he's going to be boomer bust, and he's always going to have a low cap number in daily fantasy, so I buy him up. He's always he's been one of my favorite for the last couple of years. Um, you know, if I've had a quarterback on a bye week and I haven't had a deep bench, I'll just pick Dalton up for the week and just you kind know, of cross my fingers that's one of those good weeks. Right. By the way, Philip Rivers is another one of those guys, Brad, that's often yeah. on the waivers um, after the draft. So really, um, yeah. Um, so Joe Mixon, I think, is going to be pretty good um, this year. I think he'll have a, an uptick in terms of. Um, you know, in terms of productivity in this system, we'll see. Uh, Gio yeah. Bernard, I think he's going to have a down year. A.J. Green, it's all about whether he stays healthy. And to me, Tyler Boyd's the same way. So, Man, A.J. Green, I feel like he's been there forever. He feels like that, doesn't it? it feels yeah, like, that. like he was part of a different era. Yeah. You know? Like he was there when uh, um, Greg Jennings and, uh, you know, Donald Driver were mm-hmm. in Green Bay. And I'm I'm not even being funny. I think he was. Yeah, and he it, what helped too is AJ Green really came out of the gate his rookie year. Um, was Julio Jones that that same year? Yeah, that's possible. It man. is possible. I feel like they came out the same year. I know that uh, AJ Green and Dalton were drafted together. That was a great draft class. I got to say because mm-hmm. it was AJ Green in the first and then Dalton in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very good, very good draft. Well, these the years can mount, can't they? I know, man, and it, and it goes fast. It, Brad, you and I were talking because you had a bit birthday recently. So have I. Is um, the years go faster as you get older, and and you and I are looking around, and suddenly JJ Watts like an elder statesman in the league. And AJ Green feels kind of old, you know. It's like really like 
they're yeah. younger than we are, probably. But they are younger than we are. Yeah, yeah but they're old. That's they're old. bizarre, isn't it? It is. It's depressing is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really is. Just one step closer to death. Yeah. One day closer to being underground. Yep. Sweet release of death. Yeah. Maybe after I die, I'll... Uh, celestial on my my body i'll I'll go i'll go to the moon and see if that flag's still there (laughs) flag ain't there buddy (laughs) all right next one is um actually you know they say uh nasa that the the astronaut said that when their when their little rover lifted off from the moon to get them back to the to the uh, space uh, ship or whatever Mm -hmm. they're on the shuttle um it blew the it blew the flag over the the kick from the engine you know the, oh yeah yeah it blew the flag over so you can't see it anyway oh. but it's there man it's there likely story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway um <laughs> i gotta talk with you about the sun some other podcast <laughs> uh okay so let's move it on it would be so much fun it would be so much fun can we please do that uh, a day i'm not exhausted and i'm all red bulled up let's get going yeah, it sounds good now i'll get you um i'll get you at like 10 o'clock on a saturday night one of these yes. times like right my friends and i we we always go back and forth like all of us we go deep into this <laughs> and we always seem to go back and forth and and right now i'm at it's equal 50 50 my buddy jason however is like we never went there there's no way <laughs> but i remember just a few months ago he was like nah we went there what are you crazy this is why we went there it's funny <laughs> joe rogan goes back and forth too and now he's He's off the. Uh, He's off the wagon. <laughs> He's off the wagon right now, but just give it some time. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. It's good. Um, okay, Cleveland, <clears throat> Brad, over under nine wins. Oh my god, I'm gonna go under, dude. I'm gonna go under so hardcore that this would be the funnest bet of the year for me. Under. The, so you you think they're gonna implode? Well, that's the thing, man. I think everybody has thrown so much love at this team. I don't think eight win, eight sorry eight wins means implosion. I'm just it's tired true. of people calling them the '92 Cowboys all of a sudden. Can we stop it? I'm with you, man. And, and I'm, I'm actually uh, I didn't I wasn't planning on going into this, but I do have their schedule, and I was looking at it earlier today. I think they're nine and seven, eight and eight. So if I have to go one or the other, I think it's likely that they're eight and eight instead of mm-hmm. uh, ten and six. Um, right. I, I think I think this is another one for me that's right on that line. But let me read through the schedule here. Um, you know, I'm with you, Sean. I think it's more likely that they go eight and eight than they do ten and six. Yeah, especially in this yeah. division, Baltimore yeah. and and Pittsburgh. People, people are sleeping on Pittsburgh. Like they don't have Ben Roethlisberger throwing the ball. Right, right. You know? Like they're not Pittsburgh out of all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, and like you know they they had they had blonde mustache Antonio Brown. Like okay, maybe his mustache wasn't blonde yet. <laughs> But they didn't have. They didn't what the have, hell was that gross thing? I know, man. Look like a, like he picked up a caterpillar in the Amazon. <laughs> so retarded. Goodness gracious. So yeah, the um, I, 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 this is this is tougher, but for them. But let me just go like week by week, assuming everybody's healthy and all that. Um, Titans versus Browns. I think that that should be a win for the Browns, in my opinion. But the Titans aren't bad. Yeah, well, they're, that's uh, they're not a sticker. That's a trap college. game to me. Yeah, Collins says that the Browns uh, lose that game and that the Titans are, are no slouch and they're going to get punched in the mouth. I th- because of all the hype, I think I think you're right. I think they're I don't know if they'll get punched in the mouth, but that has like 1917 
Tennessee written all over it for me. Oh, it has trap written all over it trap. for sure. Yeah. That is not an easy open. Not at all. Yep. Then you have the Browns against the Jets, who I'm sorry, but Adam Gase is better than advertised as a head coach. Yeah. Um, I think the Browns win that game, so you're sitting at one and one. But I don't yeah. think that's an easy game. Browns and Rams, they lose that game. Yep. One and they two. Lose that game. Browns and Ravens. Ravens at home. They, they lose, lose that game. That game. Yeah. One and three. Yeah. Browns versus 49ers. I think they lose that game. I think they lose that game as well. One and four. Browns at home versus Seattle. I think they lose that game also. That would be one and five. Yeah. Browns at Patriots. Lose. That would be one and six. I'm going to give them two and five wow. at that point. I'm going to give them two and five at yeah, that point. Yeah, okay. We can give them two and five at that point. Maybe they beat the Niners. I hear you. Yeah, maybe they maybe they get you know get past the Seahawks or something. But So that's the start of their schedule. That's before, because you, you've been listening to Herd like I have. That's before the heavy part of the schedule, Brad. Yeah, that's two and five okay. and being a little generous. Yep. So now the Browns are playing at Denver against a, against a, de- a Denver defense, by the way, that was pretty good last year, and now they have Chicago's defensive coordinator running that defense. It's not a gimme. I'm going to give the Browns that win, but that's not a gimme, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Three and mm-hmm. five, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, then you have uh, the Bills. Four and five. I'll give them that, that game. Yeah, okay, we'll give them that game. Home against Pittsburgh. Let's go ahead and give them the home against Pittsburgh. All right, right all right. So what are we at? Yeah. We're at five and five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, home against the Dolphins, I'll give them um, six and five there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Road against Steelers, I think they're lose. Yep. So they're six and six now. Bengals, I'll give them that one seven and six. Cardinals, I'll give them that one eight and six. Ravens, I give them a loss there at home, eight and seven. Browns, oh gosh, they could be nine and seven. Mm-hmm. Nine and seven. So actually, their their start of their schedule is pretty brutal. If they can get if they can start three and four, they have a really good shot. But they could yeah, start boy. one and six, like you said. I right. mean, that's a, that's a coin flip to me. Boy, I got to tell you, they they definitely became the most interesting team in the NFL. Do they oh, not? Oh, I love them. Them and the Raiders. Yeah, dude. I mean, I I want to watch them constantly. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's that is awesome. That's yeah, I, you know, you could take the dumpster fire of the league, and then a year and a half later. They're they're must watch television. Absolutely, it's 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 cool. it's so cool. And then Brad, you know how I do it. I have like three or four TVs running um, at all times, so I'm gonna yeah. have the Browns on all season, every single game. I'm gonna be watching them. Yeah, every I'd want to watch game. them also. I hope they uh, play opposite the Packers week one. I gotta we gotta get it. you. You, it, you should uh, you should come up and visit. I'll come down there and visit for a week. You should come up and. Uh, in, uh, to Chicago and visit sometime right, soon too. Oh, yeah, Get sure. you and uh, the Wolf of Tarpon Springs up here. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Oh, uh, oh yeah, Wolf the Wolf. Um, uh, fantasy. Look, I love Baker Mayfield. Love him. Nick Chubb, I liked a lot. Like it, but they then they got Kareem Hunt. Now I don't know what the hell this team's going to be. Like this running game. I, I don't know. Pick up for them. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like this has committee. If if this was just Chubb, I would have had him securely in the top ten. Now I got to drop Chubb to like, you know, end of first, beginning of second kind of fringe. And then Kareem Hunt, you know, I know he still has to be reinstated. Duke Johnson, he's going to get traded. I don't, man, this is a murky running back situation. To me, I guess I go Chubb and then I cross my fingers that Hunt doesn't eat into his his carries too much, but we'll see. Uh, Wide receiver, I like Beckham. I think one of the things with this uh, Beckham... um, acquisition brad is i feel like do you remember when they had that uh when mike tice was the coach of the vikings and they had that randy ratio yeah 
Yeah, and they basically they were just saying, "Hey, Randy's so good, we're going to throw it to him, even if he's covered." I yeah. feel like, and they and they ended up forcing it. it was awful. I ended up forcing the ball to him, forcing the issue, which you know sounds good in theory, but it was awful in practice. I yeah. feel like you know with all the hype. Gosh, man, kind of new head coach, younger guy, not a ton of experience. I feel like they're going to end up throwing the ball more than they should. Mm-hmm. You know, Mayfield yeah. is a star. He's a legit star. Whether or not you think he's like one of the best in the in the league, I think it's debatable. But he's a star, right? Sure. I don't know, man. I think I think Beckham's going to have decent numbers. Well, he, well I, it, okay. So so Baker Mayfield is a star, like like the Kardashians are a star. Yeah, sure. Let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves here. I'm sure he's a very fine quarterback, or he definitely has the potential to be a great quarterback. He just isn't yet. And he's a star because he's famous for being famous at this point. Yeah. yeah. All right? So who knows what kind of player he's going to be, unless somebody knows something I don't. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think you're right. He did. I mean, he had a nice rookie season. We'll see what happens. I just hope they don't force him to throw too much. Landry, I think he takes a step back because Beckham's there. Callaway, I think he'll have a nice opportunity to, you know, he he has talent, but we'll see. I haven't seen it on the field yet. I still kind of like Rashard Higgins. He's hard to keep off the field. And I think Njoku, who everybody's like touting right now, um, I think he takes a little bit of a step back too because of, of the star power that they have on the team. So... We'll see where that goes. Um, and then, uh, you know, Brad, that takes us to the last team here. We have the Steelers, nine and a half wins. I'm going to put them over, dude. I am. Yeah, me too. I like Big Ben. I think uh, he's just the type of guy that he's got so much experience that if he doesn't have a lot of knuckleheads pulling him down like he has had, that he's good enough to get them to 10 wins, barring injury or any unforeseen act of God. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, there's a lot because uh, Bell was gone, but remember, Bell wasn't there last year, and James Conner did well. Um, yeah. he, he's a young guy on a cheaper James contract. James Conner did okay. Uh, yeah, well, I'm looking at his stats right now 215 attempts, 973 yards, 12 touchdowns, 55 well, receptions, 497 yards. He came out, I think it was the first few games, and he just like busted out. But then, then defenses figured out what he liked to do, as a, which always happens. And then I think he kind of came back down to earth. Then he got a little case of the dropsies and the fumble skis. You remember that? Yeah. He, yep. he, he coughed it up a couple times. He's fine. And you could do just fine with a, with a running back that is just fine. That's the only point I'm trying to make. Yeah, I think they I, – I agree with everything you said. My thought is that they went away from him a little bit. Um, and I think that they came back to him a little bit later. I feel like in they weeks like four did. through eight – yeah, I think, you know, uh, yeah, he's all right. Eh, God, let's just leave it at that. Um, wide receiver, Antonio Brown, he's gone, obviously. Him and his, uh, what you call it, orange mustache, yellow mustache, he's gone. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster, I think he'll be just fine. But my problem is, like, who who else is going to catch passes on this offense? James Washington, Dante Moncrief, Vance McDonald? Well, you know what? It, it, it's funny is we've come across the past few weeks, Sean, um, and I don't know if you agree with me or not, but a few teams that really just have no wide receivers. Yeah. You yeah. know, just like, no, like, oh, I kind of remember hearing of that guy. Yeah. Pretty yeah. wild. I don't, I don't remember it ever being that way in the past. Yeah, we were talking, so we were, I remember because the first week we were talking about Buffalo and, you know, Zay John, like Cole Beasley, we kind of like, um, we talked about his rap album for a little bit, but oh. <laughs> them, Miami, we weren't really enamored with, even New England's outside of Edelman, we weren't really enamored with, um... 
Um, I thought the Jets actually, I think the Jets have the best wide receiver core in that whole division, which is interesting. Um, then I look at uh, Washington. They have nothing. Uh, the The Giants now have nothing. Um, yeah, just nothing. I mean, like Golden Tate, come on, like the artist formerly known as Golden Tate, he's not himself anymore. Uh, and he never really even separated in his prime. Like, he was just really good at making tough catches, you know? <laughs> yeah, I just formerly know this golden cake. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, a delayed reaction? <laughs> Where did you get that one from? I don't know. <laughs> he's just great. a symbol now. He's an ampersand. Yeah, he's an ampersand with, a, with an asterisk. You're right. He's I mean, he's artist. not... Yeah, like, gosh, man, like, there's a, I don't know, I mean, Cleveland, He's I guess, has all the red ass that caught that fail Mary. Yeah, I know, and shoved the guy in the back. That's what his goal yeah, was Yeah, that at. drove me nuts. I'll, I'll hate him forever for that. Yeah, I know. Then he went to then he went to uh, Detroit, didn't he, and beat the crap out of the Packers, and then I feel like he was on Minnesota and beat the hell out of us. No Minnesota. He, went, he was on the Lions for a long time. No Minnesota. It's just your nightmares. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean the the, the defense is going to be better, Brad. I, like I like you were saying, I think ten and six, eleven and five is very possible for this team. Especially like you never really think of the Steelers being under the radar, but they are this year thanks to all the hype in Cleveland. Um, the defense is going to be better. Somebody's going to catch. I guess Vance McDonald from a fantasy point of view is my, kind of my favorite kind of underdog guy there, just because somebody has to get the targets from Antonio Brown. Right, so I think right. I think James Conner will get more targets this year, and I think Vance McDonald will get targets. And if I had to guess, I think Dante Moncrief is going to beat James Washington out for the uh, for the second most targeted receiver. So mm-hmm. he could be like a nice sleeper out there, a nice daily fantasy uh, you know bargain guy. But you know I think that's about it. Um, there you go. That's the uh, that's the AFC North. So Brad, I think you and I both agree just based on um, you know kind of our picks there. I think we're actually <clears throat> excuse me. I think we're picking Pittsburgh to win the division, Baltimore second. Pretty entertaining division, I would say. Yeah, and it really wouldn't shock me. It, outside of Cincinnati winning the division, nothing would shock me at this point. You know? Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't shock me if Cleveland puts it together. It wouldn't shock me if Cleveland puts it It wouldn't shock me forth. either. It wouldn't shock me either. I, and for the record, I don't – I don't know. It just bothers me how, how all of a sudden Vegas said that Cleveland was the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was the craziest thing I have seen all year mm-hmm. and it's like wait a minute no no they're not they're probably gonna go seven and nine by the way right i don't care how much talent you put on a team yep my well, only point i'm with you man i'm with nothing you. nothing against them personally yep baltimore wouldn't shock me if they win the division um wouldn't shock me if two or three playoff teams come out of this division i would mm-hmm. be a little surprised because i do think kansas city and the chargers will both make it out west so i'd be surprised if they get three playoff teams but two mm-hmm. playoff teams you know, it's basically the wild. You know, the second place team in this division is going to be battling it out with the second place team in the South, um, whether that's Houston or Indianapolis, mm-hmm. um, or you know, a feisty Tennessee team. Uh, but not if Mariota is the quarterback. Uh, Mariota yeah, is not right. going to. Yeah. But we'll talk about that in probably two weeks here. So, uh, you know, I think we can call that an episode. Next week we'll talk NFC North, the division that's near and dear to your heart, Brad. Oh, that's next week. That sounds great. Yeah, and um, you know, I'm going to be going on vacation, but uh, you know, we'll we'll find a window, Brad, to uh, to talk about it. We'll get the episode up, maybe a day or two late, but it'll be up. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, hey, thanks for stopping by, listening. Uh, remember, you know, check the show notes, but you can get to uh, Amazon.com and search for the Fantasy Football Almanac and Draft Guide. I talk about all these players that we're talking about in these podcasts in much more uh, detail. 
and the rankings so that the uh, uh the guide is uh, updated uh july 16th so the guide uh, was updated this week so go ahead and pick it up it is the most up-to-date draft guide out there and i include free updates in that so again everybody thanks for listening go out get paid